You're listening to The Tarot Diagnosis. I'm your host, Shannon. I'm a licensed psychotherapist, and I also happen to have a love for tarot. Each episode, I invite you to reflect with me as I work to demystify the tarot and the human experience, all while exploring tarot's connection to mental and emotional health. While this podcast may feel therapeutic, it is not meant to take the place of psychotherapy. So grab your cards and join me as I work to create a pathway to better understand ourselves and those around us. Well, I never thought I'd be sitting here by myself recording this episode. I'm actually really nervous. I sat here for a few minutes going, when do I push record? (laughs) So if you didn't skip through the podcast intro, which I mean, I'm guilty of, and it's totally okay if you do. Um, But if you didn't, you may have noticed it sounds a bit different. Or if you are a member of our community, the symposium, or follow us on Instagram, you've already seen this news. And that's that Luna has decided that her time with the tarot diagnosis has come to an end. I'm still very much processing this decision as as it's something that's happened rather unexpectedly and really without any sort of proper transition. I never I never anticipated this and I always thought that at some point, you know, we'd both we'd both reach reach this point in our project where we decided that maybe we had taken it as far as it could go and then we would close that chapter together but that's not what happened and we both really wanted it to be clear that luna leaving wasn't due to any sort of falling out or disagreement we we both have a ton of respect and gratitude for each other and for this project that we've worked so hard on it just kind of seems like Luna's life is taking her in a different direction these days. And she feels like the podcast no longer aligns with that direction. My, my hope was that we could have uh, farewell episodes of sorts so that we could both process this experience together and, and for you, our listeners to have a sense of closure, but unfortunately that didn't occur. So instead I feel like, it's at least important to read her announcement that she's made on Instagram to give you all a little bit of clarity. So for those of you who maybe aren't part of our community or who don't follow us on Instagram, I'll share with you what Luna posted on her personal Instagram account. If you are a follower of the tarot diagnosis, you may have noticed that I've been rather quiet recently. It's become clear to me that although I have absolutely loved this project and have nothing but good feelings about it and my relationship with Shannon, I have to step away. Honestly, I find it difficult to find the right words to explain this, but I feel an obligation to make an attempt. I've always had an interest in the spiritual path, but have tended to explore that interest from a more intellectual perspective. About a month ago, I had an experience that has shifted my perspective and my path. The only way I can describe this is that I found myself in the loving presence of an entity known as Jesus of Nazareth. And in this presence, I've experienced a profound emotional and spiritual healing that has remained with me these past weeks. Let me just say, I think this is very weird. Even with all my curiosity and interest in world religions, I never really thought this type of thing really happened. 
Truthfully, the judgmental part of me has always thought people who told stories like this were a little delusional, attention-seeking, or pathetic. I guess I was wrong because what I experienced and continue to experience is something that is more real than anything I have ever known. And I want to experience more. I'm walking away from the tarot diagnosis because I need to take time to get used to my new way of being. Much like the figure in Eight of Cups, my path is unclear and there's a sadness to be leaving things behind. But each day I feel more and more clear that taking this pathway is the right thing to do. End quote. There's a lot to take in there. You know, I personally feel incredibly connected to the tarot diagnosis, the symposium, and each of you who listen each week and reach out to us on social media and participate in our offerings. You all are such an incredible group of kind and thoughtful and brilliant folks. And this whole project has become such an integral part of my life. I value the connections, the stories, and the growth that I've been able to witness and experience from all of you. And I hope that even though things are changing, you'll still welcome me and the tarot diagnosis as we evolve into your world. So just to be abundantly clear, I have every intention to keep this podcast alive, as well as the Instagram account and the membership community, the symposium. Although I'm kind of thinking about maybe changing the name of the symposium. I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) Taking suggestions. (laughs) But I'm really trying my best to view this as an opportunity for personal and professional growth. But I do have to be honest, I've been rapid cycling through the grief process When Luna first told me about this only a couple weeks ago, I was so calm and like at peace with her decision. But after I reflected on it over the last couple of weeks, I realized that I was likely just in a state of shock. And, you know, it didn't help. I've been in the middle of a very slow surgical recovery that's had a few setbacks. So it's been kind of an emotional and physical roller coaster right now. And I am just having to process all of this hour by hour and day by day. But I do want to share too that all of this is something that happened very suddenly, only a few weeks ago. And, you know, this was something that we created together. And I want to honor and continue much of the process that we've established. But I'm grieving the fact that as of today, this podcast will no longer be exactly what it was before. And I know that that's okay, but it still hurts. And I want to also acknowledge that you all might also feel hurt, disappointed, shocked, confused, and and that's okay too. And I just want to let you all know that my inbox is open. If you have questions or you want to share your thoughts with me or your frustration or confusion or just explore what this means, I welcome you to email me or message me on Instagram. You know, and as I, as I reflect on the future of the podcast and the membership community, what that looks like, I do have a really beautiful image of bringing in more voices for lots of different conversations and journeys. I'm choosing to look at this as an opportunity to elevate other folks in the tarot and mental health community in order to broaden the types of insight and connection that this community and podcast already foster. I have lots of ideas for podcast episodes, both solo episodes and episodes with guests. And, you know, as well as the Instagram account, the symposium. So I really hope you all stick around to see where this goes. Plus, I'm probably going to need a little bit of positive energy and maybe some encouragement from you all. (laughs) But for now, I would really just love to pull some cards and process this moment with all of you 
and of course, encourage you to pull cards alongside me. So I am using Tarot Vintage, of course, because it feels safe and comfortable today. <laughs> and I've been thinking about how I want to do this because normally when we record, I, ahead of time, will pull, I don't know, between four and five cards, like right before we hop on, just so I can get eyes on cards and get my brain kind of in gear. And then we would typically introduce the episode and then blindly pull the card together. So I think today what I'm going to do is shuffle and then, you know, pull three to four cards one at a time. So then I'm not kind of overwhelmed and we're processing each card as I pull them. So... Ooh, this one flipped out. Ooh, okay. How fitting. The first card is two of wands. It's it's actually pretty reassuring given the position I'm in now. I mean, symbolically, the two of wands could represent both Luna and I with the figure in between representing the tarot diagnosis and the world and the figure's hand, you know, kind of each now representing something different for us both. You know, when I originally had the idea to do this podcast, I knew I wanted it to be with someone who I enjoyed having conversations with. I didn't want to just talk into a mic by myself. And Luna happened to also be a therapist who was also into tarot, so it made sense. But now I find myself in this energy of the twos that represents choice and decision making and also being at a crossroads and, and having to choose how I want the dynamics of this creative endeavor to unfold and having to also step outside of what became a comfort zone for me of relying on each other, but instead now allowing myself to experiment with new ways of creating and evolving. And, you know, wants for me are all about movement in some capacity, either from hasty forward movement of the eight of wands or slow burden movement of the Ten of Wands. And in this moment, the Two of Wands feels interesting. There's a hastiness about it, like quickness of thinking and, and my mind going in a million different directions of what could I do? What should I do? What needs to be done? But then a slower physical movement, because in the card, there is no forward movement. There's just a standing still. But the figures looking out, there's this, that, this beautiful vista and then this globe, which, you know, could represent endless possibility, you know, and the horizon representing all these ideas and excitement swirling around in my brain for the future of this project, but still having to exist inside a sense of stillness. And I think that stillness reminds me to move forward at an appropriate pace, because I think when we're in situations like this, where we have to think really quickly about how something continues. We could be impulsive and think, oh my God, I have to do X, Y, and Z and this, this, and this. I think the two of wands is almost like a hug. Like, hey, you have the capacity to continue connecting with people and exploring all kinds of journeys and experiences and thought processes but you don't have to do it all at once. <laughs> so I really love that the two of wands showed up first. It almost feels like this validation, this, like it's validating for us the discomfort of new beginnings and the ambiguity that comes along with them, but also gently nudges us to move forward to see what else is out there to discover. All right, I'm going to pull again. <laughs> so far, so good. I'm, I love that the two of wands 
came out. That that felt nice. Ooh, okay, another flipper. They're just flipping out today. Uh, this one's not so nice. <laughs> kind of uncomfortable seeing this one. Uh, Five of Swords. Okay, I feel like this is a little uncomfortable because there there wasn't some dispute or argument or big conflict that led to this change. So I have to view the card in a slightly different way. And I guess I can, I guess I can view this card as representing maybe my own personal anger in the grieving process, which to be honest, I do have quite a bit of, I mean, not only for myself, but our listeners and the community members, I believe that you all deserved a little bit more of a transition than what you're getting. But the other energy of this card is being willing to pick up the pieces and I feel like that's exactly what I'm in the process of doing right now is picking up the pieces of, you know, something that's transpired, you know, and thinking more about this card, it's interesting because this, this experience of, of Luna leaving the tarot diagnosis, it's, it's not a romantic breakup, but it's also not like a coworker just accepting a new position. It feels like a platonic and professional divorce especially since there was this formal legal process and papers had to be signed, you know, it was, I don't know, all very, all very formal for lack of a better word. And it does feel like this kind of amicable divorce, like, you know, and that's, that can take a lot of time to unpack. And I had been incredibly stoic up until the final signatures that made this departure official. And then I had this kind of quiet, private breakdown. It's kind of a strong <laughs> phrase. <laughs> and so it was a breakdown, but I just, I had a moment where I just let myself kind of five of cups it. And, you know, I didn't feel like I could be emotional up until that point. And that's a me thing. I just had to kind of get through the process and then allow myself once it was over to really feel my feels. And now I don't really have a choice but to face the release that is accompanied by the finality of a partnership that, to be honest, I personally wasn't ready to end. And, you know, I guess the Five of Swords is fitting here because a lot of people have been in this position where you feel okay in a relationship or maybe you didn't see the signs <laughs> of someone, you know, not enjoying the relationship or, or a situation like Luna and I, where there's been this abrupt shift in perspective and wanting something totally different from you. And you kind of standing there holding your swords, like, oh shit, now what? And that can feel, that can feel overwhelming. It can also feel paralyzing. And it can lead to a lot of internal conflict, a lot of introspection. What did I miss? What could I have done differently? What if we did this? What if we did that? There's almost this bargaining that happens, which going back to the stages of grief is a part of the grieving process. So I wonder if this five of swords is really just representing the internal conflict that we feel maybe with ourselves or the environment around us when we find ourselves 
in a state of what feels like a sudden betrayal or a shock and trying to figure out, okay, was there something that could have been done differently? And then you're almost kind of like picking up <laughs> the swords you can and saying like, okay, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm headed this way now. I'll see you later. It's, it's an awkward experience. And I obviously, clearly, if you're listening, I'm very much still processing this with you all. So don't quite have all, all the perfectly defined words or phrases for it. But that's where I'm at right now. And I think as much as I didn't want to see something like the Five of Swords, it does make sense. So, all right, let's pull another card. <laughs> card number three. Maybe this one will be a little gentler. Uh, well, I spoke too soon. <laughs> we have the Nine of Swords. <laughs> Jeez. Two rough cards back to back. Uh, now I'll definitely have to pull at least one more card. <laughs> okay, so we all know this card represents discomfort, typically anxiety. I'm, you know, I'm honestly really grateful that I don't, I don't have much anxiety moving forward without Luna. It's more so fear of, fear of maybe not being accepted without her, which I think is to be expected. You know, we began this as a duo and our dynamic is probably what a lot of you really enjoyed about this podcast. So I certainly have some insecurity and worry about whether or not I am enough. And that's a me issue, <laughs> fully aware of that. Um, so yeah, I guess the Nine of Swords makes sense here too. Interesting, two swords so far. So we have wands, two swords. Uh, we'll see, I'm definitely gonna pull another card. So we'll see what comes up next. But yeah, thankfully, I mean, I definitely felt the energy of the Nine of Swords over the last couple weeks. Oof, and to be honest, I did have one very sleepless night. So yeah, I guess it does make sense that it <laughs> showed up. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm beyond that now. And I, I want to go back to the two of wands. I'm so glad that that's the first card I pulled. Because yeah, the five of swords and the nine of swords were definitely, and, and are definitely a part of this process of, of moving forward. But I feel like I'm rooted currently in the two of wands and I get a great source of comfort from that. And I think these swords cards are really just acknowledging the pain and discomfort that comes along with a process and experience like this. So that makes sense. Okay. I'm not going to spend too much time on the nine of swords. <laughs> I don't want this episode to be super like, like sad or solemn. Okay. Let's see. One more card. And then we'll, we'll do some more processing about the future of the podcast. Ooh, okay. A pentacles. Interesting. Ten of, ten of pentacles. Oh, okay. We've got an interesting relationship with the ten of pentacles, but it's actually kind of nice to see it right now. And honestly, it reminds me of an emotional conversation I had with Luna a few months back. We were, we were processing our individual experiences you know, with the podcast and the community. And I ended up getting really emotional because I grew up in a really large family. And 
over the years, that family has has either separated, passed, and I got married so young and I moved around so often that I really lost that sense of connection and tradition and stability that you that you get in the Ten of Pentacles. And I started to feel like I was getting that again with the podcast and our community. And and I still very much feel like I I experience that positivity of the Ten of Pentacles with all of you. There's a few different ways that I like to look at the Ten of Pentacles. One being 10 different versions of ourselves or the various journeys that we've taken throughout our life to get us to where we are right now or the journeys that we've already taken or or plan to take to get us to where we want to be. What's also interesting about this card is that tens typically represent completion. And with it being the pentacles, it's representing the physical realm and physical creation, which very much feels like this podcast and community. It feels nice to end on this card because I feel like it represents what Luna and I work together to create. And even though it's the end and completion of something, (laughs) it's not the end of the journey, just an end to the first leg of it. And I think that's an appropriate way to view this card at this point in time, that this is still really important to me. And I have an image of how this project can continue to grow. You know, and that doesn't mean that the pathway there isn't going isn't going to be without obstacles. And it's not always rainbows and smooth sailing. This situation (laughs) that this episode is about being a perfect example. But I feel like it's worth it. So, wow. Opened with the two of wands, closed with the ten of pentacles, and in the middle, five and nine of swords. I think that's fitting. Curious to hear what you all think about these cards. All right. So, you know, I guess I just kind of want to wrap up what this means because I I do want to be completely transparent with, with all of you. Doing this without Luna does feel a little scary. Having each other to lean on during this process has been really important. She's someone who I have spent hundreds of hours working with and sharing this vulnerable journey of growth and creativity with. So to abruptly lose that is jarring. But I I do very much respect that life is taking her in a different direction. And I wish her nothing but the best. And I really do want to sincerely thank her for embarking on the beginning of this journey with me. We had some of the most epic brainstorming sessions throughout the last two years. And It truly felt magical to share that energy with her. And for that, I am forever grateful. And while Luna has reached the end of her journey here, like I said, I feel like I am still connected to the project. Like I have a lot of learning and growing and evolving to do. And facilitating this community and the podcast has brought me such an immense amount of creative and intellectual and emotional joy. I'm just not ready to say goodbye to that yet. I'm not ready to say goodbye to you all. And, you know, as I mentioned earlier, I do have a lot of exciting ideas and plans for the future of the symposium and the Tarot Diagnosis podcast, including expanding the conversation to more people in the community, diving deeper into the integration of tarot and psychological theory, promoting connections, empathy, and open-mindedness. 
right now, my vision is maybe some solo episodes where I'm really deep diving into the cards and getting to explore the cards more more in depth from a psychological perspective and a philosophical perspective. And then also bringing folks onto the podcast to have conversations that maybe Luna and I haven't had yet. And not necessarily only people in the tarot and mental health community. So I'm excited to see where it goes. And your continued support and encouragement would mean the world to me. And as always, I'm super open to feedback and suggestions and encouragement. And I just hope you all stick around and continue being incredible co-creators and inspirations to the tarot diagnosis. Thank you so much for listening to The Tarot Diagnosis. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok under the handle at The Tarot Diagnosis and join us while we pull daily cards and explore tarot and mental health in between podcast episodes. You can also subscribe to our podcast to make sure that you never miss an episode. If you have a topic or question that you'd like for us to explore on the podcast, you can contact us directly on our website, www.thetarotdiagnosis.com.